Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and today I'm joined by guests. We have returning guests, actually, uh, Adam and Brittany from the Press Continue podcast. How are you both? Tired as hell. Great. Hi, Doug. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> welcome back to the program. It's been uh, a little bit now. Um, eager to see what you guys have been playing. What's new with you guys and your show? You guys have been putting out some more content lately. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been uh, getting into the whole Twitch thing, which I'd never even watched Twitch before. Um, I was just like, oh, what is this Twitch thing? I don't, I don't I don't feel like watching people play video games. And then I started checking it out, and uh, it's pretty cool. So then I decided to start doing it. Yeah, let's talk more about that. Like, you have a schedule. You actually got me involved, and that's one thing I think I've plugged on a previous episode, how on Mondays at 8, I try to take over the stream. But there's somebody else involved. I'll leave it to you to explain, like, what got you inspired to do it and what you are doing with the channel. All right, well, I'll give you the rest of the schedule. Is I do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays at 8 uh, p.m. Eastern time. And then on Friday, Sterling is doing uh, 8 o'clock shows Saturday, we don't have anybody right now. Might be Brittany doing random stuff on Saturday whenever she feels like time. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday, I do reruns of everything that happened. All uh, And Sunday at 8 o'clock for that. So nice. I, tried to, I tried to make a cool schedule for it. Um, let me tell you more about Sterling, though. Because Definitely. this guy, he has actually been like our super fan since the beginning of the podcast in 2014. And I've talked to him on and off. Um, just he, he just picked up the podcast and started listening to us. And I've I just been talking random stuff to him over the years. And um, I was like, hey, dude, I'm going to start doing the streaming thing. And I know he plays like a lot of Japanese games, a lot of RPGs, a lot of like off the wall stuff that I don't play and get into because I just don't have the time for it. So um, I thought he'd bring like an interesting twist to the show but i mean he he's we sat there and like talked games like all day long before so it, um he's a cool guy i think he's doing a great job i think you're doing a great job so far um I yeah know well my first time i had technical issues and i finally i figured it out i had the wrong twitch uh key and everything and <laughs> it was just off to on a, the wrong foot but and luckily though that's the thing uh listeners know our show isn't very family friendly and neither is our uh twitch channel so i struggle with trying to keep it like clean and i remember i was uh, streaming for your channel but i was on the abts channel i already dropped an f-bomb and i was like oh gosh <laughs> i can't do that and then luckily by the time i got over to the actual press continue uh page i wasn't swearing i was like thank god that I, didn't happen there i didn't know we couldn't swear because yeah I'm, I'm trying to keep the language <laughs> under control but to la tonight yes. i played uh you know i tried to make it more of a family friendly show and tonight i was playing Star Fox, and i think i called slippy an asshole at least four times <laughs> so hey, that's still pretty tame you can't get mad at that yeah um, another cool thing is you're doing some magic the gathering i thought that's really interesting and unique yeah, I've been playing Magic since, uh, like, 1996 or 95, and the game was invented in, like, 1994. So, I I've been playing the actual card game forever. Um, I played it for a good 10 years, 10, 12 years, and then, well, I met Ashley, my wife, and then I quit. So, <laughs> quit for about 10 years because I thought the game was going to go to trash. Sold off most of my collection, which I should have never done. But at the time, I thought the game was dying, and I got a bunch of money for it, so that's good. But then I picked it up again like two, three years ago and started going to one of the local game shops, 
um, playing it again. And then I'm like, magic is not anywhere near the same as it used to be, you know, back 10, 15 years ago. The game's 25 years old. This was the 25 year anniversary of Magic the Gathering. Wow. So, yeah, that's crazy to have it going for so long. That um, is wild. <laughs> but um, I picked it back up, and then I'm like, you know what? I want to play old school Magic again. And then I picked Tuesdays on the Twitch channel that I'm doing, like, old school Magic the Gathering, which was an old PC game as well. So I'm playing that, but there is a pre-release tournament this weekend that I'm going to. So on uh, Tuesday, I plan to talk a lot about the new set and show off some of the new cards and, uh, some of the strategies that I used in the pre-release tournament, which I usually do pretty decent in too. So, um, hopefully I get a, a, a decent deck to, to play with and, uh, make some magic happen. That's this Sunday? <laughs> That's nice. this Sunday. Oh, I can. Yeah, no pun intended on that. Yeah. That was terrible. <laughs> that was Christ. great. No, and good luck. That sounds like that should be a fun time. Um, Brittany, do you play much magic? I, I know I never really got into it myself. I just started a little while ago, and Adam was nerding out helping me find <laughs> like a deck and put one together. And we've been playing on and off. I do more fa- off than on. Yeah, I do fairly well against Adam. Like I've beat him several times. Yeah, so. nice. <laughs> Coming from like yeah, a novice who's never played before, like it makes me feel pretty good. And then I get angry when he wins. Yeah, and she- I just like knock all the cards off the table. Yeah, she's like, "Your deck is bullshit. <laughs> get the hell out of here." And I'm like, "Well, I'm playing strategies that I've figured out t- in over twenty okay. years." And then it's like, "Here, here's my random cards and throw a deck together." But she does pretty. She Adam does pretty good. Likes to put hundreds of cards on the table, so you're just completely confused and you have no idea what's going on. And he's just like, "I'm gonna use this, and I'm gonna use this, and I'm gonna use this." And I'm like, can <laughs> yeah. you please just finish your turn <laughs> that's that's what seems kind of intimidating intimidating about that game is especially since it is so old i feel like someone could pull a card from the 80s and no one's ever seen it before and be like this is the trump card that's gonna kill everybody but see i love doing that because i i play old school <laughs> magic and everybody else plays new school magic and it's like they, I pl- you know they play new stuff and i'm like what the hell is that and then i gotta read their cards and i play the really old stuff and they're like what the hell is that yeah so it's like two Adam like legitimately hand draws cards that are like rare <laughs> and like puts it in his deck like it's a card. I'm like, this is not allowed. That's like, amazing. <laughs> he's like, it's fine. It passes. Yeah. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Um, well, as far as video games, I, I'm curious to hear what you guys have been playing. I haven't myself gotten around to too much stuff. Uh, life has been pretty hectic around here. But uh, Brittany, let's start with you. Uh, have you been getting a chance to play many games? I literally have not, but um, oh, we've just been fine. talking recently about me um, possibly twitching on Saturday, um, Twitch streaming on Saturday nights, and I have like several games I'd like to try, like some indie games. Yeah, you said that you had a, I had, a like a list, a, of a list of things that you want to do yeah. on the next podcast and stuff. So, well, I was just gonna start playing different ones, and and then we could talk about them. So. That's exciting. Uh, what system do you think you'll be playing on mostly? Is it like, are you gonna be doing some emulating stuff? Or are you gonna be on PS3, PS4? Uh, I have a PS4 and PC, so it just depends. Probably mostly PS4. Yeah, um, it seems to be easier to stream with the PS4, at least in my, like, unless you have a pretty nice uh, newer laptop, which fortunately I do, or desktop. Yeah, I have a decent desktop. I I do game like uh, Overwatch and Warcraft and things when I have a chance on that, but I just feel more comfortable on the PlayStation. I think it won't suck as bad. (laughs) (laughs) I, I hear that. 
Um, and yeah, that'd be exciting to see uh, you on the stream because yeah, just fill out the schedule a little more. And how about you, Adam? I know I've been actually tuning into some of your streaming. You've been playing some old school games. You want to talk about them? Well, I've been f- actually following a lot of the latest podcast episodes that we did. So like we did, I did uh, Double Dribble, which yep. you know, Brittany loved that game on the podcast, great. but I had to play it and, and I played it actually with uh, every once in a while I have Finn jump in on, on the uh, Twitch stream. Um, cause he's all about, oh, I want to do my own TV shows. So he'll jump in and have fun on some games, but I, I did double dribble. Um, I did shadow dancer last night, which was an old Sega Genesis game. Um, that's part of the Shinobi series. If you're, if you're familiar with that at all. Okay. Like I said, I just finished doing, uh, S- star Fox, which we did a podcast episode a couple episodes ago. Um, I did my, my all time favorite game, super Mario brothers two, uh, I have no idea what I'm going to do next. It's like I kind of just figured out at work. I'm like, what do I feel like playing tonight? And I just grab something random. Heck, I've been doing so much with it. I don't I don't even know. It's all like a blur now. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's like you play some uh, such a large variety of games, you lose track of them. Um, are there any that are like on your to-do list, so to speak, that you're like looking forward to streaming specifically that you're like kind of maybe holding off on or not necessarily? Um... I got DuckTales on the list. Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot about that game. Wow. How can you forget about DuckTales? Dude, I just, I don't I know. Mean, how are you I, not thinking about it every day, Doug? Every yeah. day. <laughs> I think that's my problem. <laughs> I need to, right go, to <laughs> go to bed every night and thank God for DuckTales. This week, <laughs> thank you, Lord, for DuckTales. <laughs> um... But I remember beating that as a kid, so um, I and I haven't played it since I was a kid. So that I mean, a lot of these games I haven't really played through since I was a kid. So it's interesting that you know, thirty years later, I pick it back up and I still remember stuff. Definitely. Actually, my wife wants to get in on it too, so I've been looking at trying to figure out a way to do um, Gauntlet because that's her all-time favorite game. Nice. Um, she wants to do Mortal Kombat which is one of my all-time favorite games. And um, what were we talking about? Um, what's what's the Chop 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 game? Oh, Soul Calibur? <laughs> Soul Calibur. She wants to do Soul Calibur, so maybe oh. we'll figure out how to stream that off the PS4 yeah, or Reddit or something. Yeah, it's called Chop Chop Chop, because like, no matter what <laughs> fighting game I play, Adam claims that I don't know how to do any combos and that all I do is chop. No, you know how to do Taki. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Ashley does chop, 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 and she picks I mean, the, the weird girl with the, the, the hula hoop. Sometimes chop, chop, chop is an option. Like That's yeah. what I mean. I feel like in a lot of fighting games, like the combos will be like XXX or something, so <laughs> yeah. chop, chop, chop is valid. You can't get up, so yeah. why would I not use that? Well, I just, I just watched a guy on Twitch last night, and he was playing the first Mortal Kombat, and he was Johnny Cage, and literally all he was doing was jump kicking people to death. That sounds And fun. he was speedrunning the game. <laughs> he beat the whole game in seven minutes. That's not, it's, it works. Off Why of would you not do it? Jump kicking. To look fancy. And, that, and that's it. Jump kick, jump kick, jump kick, jump kick. That's it. So you don't talk smack? Like, I don't care. I'd rather be uh, you. But <laughs> to defend against jump kick, jump kick, jump kick, you have to chop, chop, chop. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> Only defense. <laughs> and that's, uh, I'm, 
like you got me inspired to doing some uh, Twitch streaming of my own of of retro games specifically, and one that I didn't get to <laughs> revisit on the stream just yet, but I intend to is the Power Rangers game. I think that was the first Genesis game I ever remember playing and owning, and goddamn, that was really fun. But it's extremely hard. If I'm not mistaken, like the Green Ranger has some kind of like electric whip, and he's a total dick, and I, <laughs> it's like really hard to get past him. He's so excited, like. <laughs> like literally, Doug. I was watching your stream of that frog game. The freaking oh, battle toads. That's dying. what I thought you were going to talk was about. Was battle toads? I was laughing toad. so hard, and I was oh. like, "If he gets hit by an ice cube one more time." <laughs> <laughs> No, that was You're so like, frustrating too. It I, was finally after I got past the biker level too that my whole life I had been stuck level. on. I know, me neither. Jesus. And once you do though, then the game gets like even harder. It was, it's unbelievable how was like, challenging <laughs> that game is. I think I was downstairs and Adam was upstairs and we were like yeah. both laughing out loud like right. at the same time watching oh, that's you. good to hear. Oh man, that game's so frustrating. And I, I don't know, there's going to be a lot more games like that. Oh, one that I'm currently doing on the Press Continue podcast uh, Twitch stream is Sonic the Hedgehog. I didn't get very far in it, but uh, <laughs> I do recall beating Sonic the Hedgehog 2 re- in like my college years, so within like 5-10 years. Uh, but, oh god, and I hadn't played that since I was a kid, and now that I'm playing Sonic the Hedgehog the first game, it's like, I don't, I barely remember the first game in comparison to Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So, it's cool yeah. revisiting it, but it is pretty damn challenging well that's when games were like stupid hard like there was no there was no continues you ran out of lives you started over yep exactly and it's so frustrating you're like you're just about to hit one of those like little circular dinky things that rotate and it means you got a checkpoint and you like die or something and and it's like drown <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> oh man so and it's also like in Sonic the Hedgehog 1, for instance, I'm finding there's all sorts of areas, like, if you just, like, maybe continue to roll into this or, like, uh, go behind some secret wall, there's all these uh, one-ups and, like, special uh, yep. boxes with rings and stuff. So it's really cool how the game rewards you for exploring. But, yeah, extraordinarily challenging. And you're basically going to need all the one-ups you can find. <laughs> and if you, you... Uh, till you get to the, the glitches in that second wor- in that second zone... I saw, I, I was actually YouTubing that and some, I saw someone do that. Cause I was like, oh, let me just see how someone speed runs this real quick just to like get an idea how long the game is. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the world two, this guy just like went down on like this one platform and it just shot him across the whole map. <laughs> like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> so that's interesting. I, and one nice benefit is if you get a hundred rings, uh, you get a one up. But I remember, I think I was even on stream. I was at 95 rings and I'm like, desperately looking i'm like i just need five more five more and then i like jump and die and it's like or like i i lose them all and it was like oh my god but yeah so that's basically me i'm not playing too much else either i mentioned on a previous podcast that there's this mobile game called slope down first trip it's like basically it's very simple you're just a sphere traveling at a high velocity going downhill uh, avoiding trees and obstacles sometimes uh, like bombs and shit like it's really interesting i i'm thoroughly enjoying it uh one thing i found the most annoying about it is how many advertisements there are and i was going mm. to like come back on the podcast and be like actually i don't recommend this shit because it's so annoying <laughs> i think i i think i've played that game too but yeah I, it's fun i gotta say the first thing that you said with that title is i thought of a skier on yeah. uh, on a bad drug trip i felt like oh movie. right slope down drug trip what is <laughs> yeah, it what's it called a uh, first trip but still yeah, yeah it's like it's his first time tripping on a ski slope <laughs> but 
it's a good game, but there are certain things that, yeah, that, like, for instance, let's say you want to start a level, and then you're like, actually, let me start another one. Let me go back to the main menu. It nope. gives you an advertisement of, like, yep. why would you give me an advertisement just for, like, something as simple as that? Um, and also you need to upgrade your speed, like the slip speed and your start speed and all these different features. And it makes it like, I feel like for, it's not very intuitive, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So your average person might just be like, oh, well, I'm going to spend money so I can figure this out. Where if you're patient, you can do it. But it, it, at first I thought to myself like, oh, you're not even going to be able to beat some of these enemies without giving the game money. And I think that's bullshit, but yeah. I don't necessarily think that's the case. I think it's just, you have to be very patient, um, which I am, but it just sucks always having to go through the same ads. And some of them, like you'll notice like an ad, it's like 30 second timer in the bottom left-hand corner. But like after 10 seconds, it'll give you like an X to cross it out. Some of them don't though. It's just like the full 30 seconds. <laughs> right. So it's frustrating. But um, I do have a game of What's That Sound for you guys prepared in advance, so let's maybe get that going. Okay. <laughs> All right, but before we go and play What's That Sound, it looks like Bren's going to join us. What's up, Bren? Yo! I have nothing really to contribute. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Uh, we have press continue here. We were just talking games. Do you want to maybe mention any games that you've been playing? or is I haven't done shit. Nothing? It's been okay. super busy and hectic for me, so Overwatch <laughs> oh i love it when you lie to me yeah it's cool um but then hey you're just in time for what's that sound oh everyone knows i'm great at this Alright, so we are playing What's That Sound. I got three sounds for you guys. Technically, Sound 2 has a couple helper sounds if we need it. But um, let's see what you guys make of sound number one. I know that. Should I guess it right away? Sure. Have we played this? Yeah, it's freaking double dribble. <laughs> I, knew the second went, I just knew second that he went bro. I think it's funny how Brent's just like, what? It's, it sounds like a pissed off Yoshi. And bro, bro. Uh, yeah, this is all going to be old retro games because it's you two on, so I'm not going to have a fucking chance. I literally just no. played this game and didn't know yeah, what it was. she literally just played this game like a few days That's ago. That's the funny thing. is <laughs> like two days what's, ago. What's crazy, listener, is that I didn't even realize Adam was going to be joining us, so I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be Brittany and Bren, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to give, this one's for Brittany, and then I have a couple for Bren and stuff, so like, mm. I try to make it fair, but like, it's even funnier, had Adam not been here, Brittany would have been like, I have no idea, and I'd have been like, shit. I'm like, have I played this before? <laughs> yeah, but no, if I, I would have given you that clue, and the answer is obviously yes, your podcast just covered it, it is Double Dribble, great guess. So you're telling me I should shut up. No. <laughs> Con no, no congratulations. Guessing. You got it right. Well, it also goes to show what sounds stick in people's minds. Like, it, I know it's definitely, like, subjective, which ones they attach to, but, like, some sounds are just like, I have no idea what this is, versus, like, yeah, it's a microsecond, and Adam can pick it up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, okay, so this next one is going to be legitimately challenging. I have a feeling uh, at least two of the three of you have probably played this game. I'm not 100% sure. I've yet to play it, but let's see what you make of sound... 2A. 
I know I have played it. That's and all I'm we get. Pretty confident in it. There's A and B. Two. Yeah, that then if you're thinking A is all we get, try sound two B. <laughs> or not two B. <laughs> hey Doug, as someone who does know what that is, that second sound does not help anymore. <laughs> that is so funny though. It's Wait, so like, you do know what it is? I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but I've been pretty sure about a lot of other sounds before, so I'm hesitant. But yeah. like that's almost identical sound. Like, I know, which like, is funny is. as fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, is I this think the third C sound just is the giveaway. No, the C is the giveaway, but that's the thing. I want to maybe get some guesses before we go there. Is it a I'm, PS2 game? No. no. Okay, because I was thinking it might be Fatal Frame, but I think it's newer <laughs> than that. No, yeah, definitely newer than that. Um, if it's the one I'm thinking, which I'm not sure. I have a feeling Bren knows it. I hope so. I have no idea. All I could hear is Bren talking. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> they are so quick and quiet. Yeah, it's like five seconds. You can play them again if you need to. Should, should we go to C? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Uh... Uh, any guesses from anybody? I mean, Bren, if you want to guess, you could be right, and then we could play C to confirm it. I'll hold off. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Is, is it what? Is it a Telltale game? No, but that's a very good guess. I'm gonna count it. it Let's all just like listen one. to sound C, C just so we can all get on the the same page. feel like i need a drink in my hand right now right and relaxing to, to be hanging out in some 50s dive bar shenmue <laughs> no but okay two guesses down bren i think you're gonna give us the answer la noir it is oh indeed. yeah see i knew it was something like that <laughs> and yeah, by your description even i was thinking yeah, oh, yeah, i yeah. wonder if that's gonna click no well done bren i thought you were on the right track and no the first sound a is the sound of them either getting uh like they're you figured something out or yeah. the other ones you get it wrong like getting a so, clue yeah yeah basically. exactly so that was great so you guys already win but let's see if we can get a hat trick there's a, th a third sound let's listen to that now I know this. This is TNC Surf Design. What? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> fucking for real? I get, I'm guessing it's not. <laughs> it isn't. No, but that's even funnier that that was your guess. He just made up a name. That's not even a thing. That sounded like the Extreme Team Bible from like the, the Adventure Zone or <laughs> God, something. I know this game too. You know it's old school, so I gotta know it. Yeah. 
It doesn't look uh, it, but this is making me so it. happy right now that you I guys de- aren't. It's not TNC surf design. Damn it! I've for sure. I definitely played it too, but nope. No. But I'll count it as a guess because I didn't even think that was real. <laughs> okay, so you have two more guesses. Right. Let's see if we can get the hat trick. I I know you guys are gonna come away with this. You have to. Is it something you played recently, Doug? Oh, uh, I don't want to answer. <laughs> oh, that is key. your answer. So, so then it's Battletoads? Yes, that yeah, is the answer. That's what yes. I was <laughs> that was really good uh guess, Brent, or hint to get that guess. <laughs> yeah. but, well played, everybody. That's how we play. What's that sound? So wait, do you want to hear about TNC Surf Design? <laughs> yeah, what's up? Okay, so it's literally you're either um, riding a skateboard or surfing, and if you're riding a skateboard, you're this like weird little ultra tan dude with um, you know colored speckly fuck? shorts on, and you got to dodge all the cracks and shit that's on the walkway. And the other thing is, if you go surfing, you're this gorilla on a surfboard. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's like totally like bad eighties looking. Sounds like good eighties. Uh, old, old NES game. Um, I, I have it. I actually have the cartridge, but I've never played the stupid thing because it's supposed to be like ultra hard. Um, but it was a huge game back then. Just find the box art, and you'll be mesmerized by everything that was the eighties. There's all right. So I'm looking at it. There's like one guy with like sunglasses and a surfboard. Not nothing too weird. Then there's a caveman with a stone <laughs> surfboard. Then there's like a little, I guess, island like tiki guy wearing one of those big masks. Then there's the gorilla with a oddly disproportionate surfboard. It's pretty tiny for him. And then there's just like a version of the previous guy again, but like all hard, <laughs> sharp polygon lines, like as yeah, if he's man. even like. Even more old. And then there's just two cats in the background wearing suits leaning against a palm tree. What? It's an LJN <laughs> game, so you know it's trash. I don't know what that means. Uh, L- LJN made every garbage game there was for oh Nintendo. God. Town and Country are... Surf Design, huh? Yeah. That is insane. I'm really glad you brought that one to the table. <laughs> Doug was like, oh, um, so that's not a guess because that's not real. Um, <laughs> that's not a thing. Basically, I was like, oh, were we playing game or no game? I forget what game we're playing. <laughs> uh, but all right, uh, let's maybe move on to some newsy kind of things. Is Are there any games on your radar that you see coming out in the future that you guys are looking forward to? God, oh, four. Yeah, I mean, well, that's out now, and yeah, I do got to get my hands on it, man. Everyone's freaking the fuck out, but I'm still yeah. holding off. Um there was this one game that I saw, it came out like, I guess earlier, it came out last year, but I think it's coming to Switch or something, I forget, but it's for some reason people are talking about it again, but this game called Future Unfolding, it's an action adventure game and you do a lot of exploring. What I really like about it is like this, how it's top down, but like the environments are really just like breathtaking, uh, very colorful and like smooth animations. It just the way it looks, I'm interested. I think it's a, a puzzle solving game for people who are interested in that. And yeah, the landscapes are beautiful. Definitely look into it. If, and if it's coming to Switch, I think I'd much wait and hold out for that than I, play it on something like Steam. Yeah, I could easily see this being really good for a Switch, um, especially mobile. But oh, and I now I'm recalling. Yeah, what's happening is uh, for if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, Record Store Day is by the time you're listening to this just past um listener 
And this company, I can't recall which, I'll put a link in the show notes if I can find it, is basically releasing a limited edition of this soundtrack for future unfolding and a physical copy of the game on switch so it's like a first time thing i think there's only 300 copies available so it's like oh shit if you're really a big fan uh hopefully you acted on it by now (laughs) sorry we're not telling you this before that it was available (laughs) but uh that's just how things work sometimes almost better than silence your source for outdated and irrelevant news (laughs) yeah that's true um, uh, but anyway, uh, well, uh, speaking of which, that reminded me, you said limited in the, the vinyl, uh, I don't know if we've talked about it before, but there's, I guess it's a store or a company called limited run games and they release physical copies of games that are typically digital. Like a lot of steam games, uh, they get physical releases too, like, uh, enter the gungeon or Valhalla or stuff like that. And they also paired up a ton with, uh, actual vinyl albums of the games OST. So, if you are into vinyl records and video games, which I assume you would listening to this show. Totally. Uh, check out Limited Run Games. They, you know, like the name implies. Wait, that's exactly who it is who's doing this. That's oh, them. Yep. There you go. Yeah, as the name implies, the stuff's limited, so you gotta get it when you can. But they do a bunch of crazy stuff that you really won't find anywhere else. They got an Earthworm Jim analog soundtrack coming out of oh ukulele, <laughs> vinyl, like... And yeah, Enter the Gungeon and a bunch of other stuff. So definitely check them out if you like weird niche uh, games and music. There's a huge community just for video game vinyl collectors. I'm a part of a Facebook oh, group sure. for it, and it's insane. Like people, they're hardcore. They make their own slip mats and everything. It's pretty cool. I think I heard one of the most expensive uh, vinyls was like for Final Fantasy VII, wasn't it? One of the hardest to collect for. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I know. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, there's there's a few gems that people were saying they they were after, but I can't come up with any off the top of my head. Well, it's like one of the most expensive games just by itself is a uh, um, Capcom versus uh, Marvel Two, just because that's so sought after on Dreamcast. Uh, no, no, no one wants to play it on Dreamcast with those <laughs> awful controllers. Um. But I think just in general, like I know I had it on PS2 years years ago, hmm. but it can go like hundred fifty dollars easily on like eBay and stuff. If I'm not mistaken, there was a Doom soundtrack released on vinyl recently, and somebody like I think it's it just came out, and somebody already listed theirs copy on on eBay for like something outrageous. Like I think it costs like a hundred dollars to own it, and then they're selling it for like fifteen hundred dollars or something insane. So people are. I don't even understand that, to be perfectly honest. I, unless it's sold out, I don't think it is. Well, I don't know if you saw that, too. I mean, this is kind of related, but not. That they re-released Street Fighter 2 on Super Nintendo, where you can buy mm. the physical Super Nintendo cartridge again, and it came in the original box and everything. What? That's yeah. wild. And, and they only made, I think, it was like 100 copies or 200 copies. It was really limited. And, um, like just the cartridge by itself was like 80 bucks. Or if you wanted the whole thing, it was like $200 and people before they even got their copy were throwing them up on eBay for stupid prices. And then like everybody got them and they're like, eh, nobody wants this. So, <laughs> so it's going to be like a hot collectible that nobody cared about. I have the cartridge upstairs. I got it at GameStop for like eight bucks. Not, not, nice. not the remade one, the original one. So, right. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. This will be good for you, Adam. They got Night Trap on vinyl. Oh, 
Oh boy. I guess the soundtrack <laughs> of Night Trap, which no one wants. No one wants the game, but... but yeah, let alone the music. Yeah. No, that'll set the mood for a nice date night. I played mm. Night Trap, because I had a Sega CD the day it came out. <laughs> I spent like $500 on that stupid thing to get a oh, Sega God. CD, because CD was the wave of the future, and yeah. <laughs> it was so cool to see full motion video. I did not ever buy Night Trap, but I played Night Trap, and I thought, this is the dumbest game I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. I couldn't figure out how to do anything in it. It was so stupid. <laughs> Yeah, it's a pretty terrible game. But hey, you can get the vinyl now. <laughs> no goody. Very nice. That's a good news topic. Um, there's a the one thing that I saw that's going around on Twitter is like this hashtag uh, GameStruck4, and everyone's like freaking out about it. And it's basically just naming four titles of games that like really were meaningful to like your gaming experience growing up. Um, I'm just curious. Do we want to go around the table and give our GameStruck4? Ooh, uh, oh, this is tough. This is tough to I do mean, on the spot. I, so this, of course, so I, I can give mine because I did give it some thought, and that maybe <laughs> will give you guys a little buffer time. Um, I, my four would have to be Jet Set Radio Future, obviously. Not surprised. Dark Cloud, um, Final Fantasy Nine, and shit. What was the other one? That's I'm a, trying that's to a think. neat title. <laughs> Shit was the other one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, Legend of Dragoon. I'm glad you said that because I think that would that would probably take precedence. Actually, that might beat out Final Fantasy IX. And Ooh. I'm oh fuck. I'm gonna think about a fourth one. What? How about you guys? Anybody else have like maybe an attempt at that? All I have to say is that that really shows what generation you grew up in gaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. In the uh, whole Sega Saturn time yeah. frame. One of mine would have to be The Lion King on the Sega Game Gear, because that's the earliest game I can remember playing, and I believe it is unbeatable. I had a hacked <laughs> version on my PSP where I could save it at any time, so I could just reload and save and essentially be immortal, and I still could not beat it. Like, there was just no end to the last level. What was the deal so, with Disney games being impossible? Well, I actually read like an article about like, one of the developers of specifically The Lion King game, saying they artificially extended it and, like, added more, like, just, they had the levels, but they just increased them by, like, three times the length, especially the, um, like, savannah level where you're swinging from hippo tail to hippo tail and, like, slapping yes. the Yes, oh my god, they I hate that shit. The hippo tail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> as you know, the hippo tail. Or the um, giraffe heads. Yeah, they said they purposely extended that because that was, like, the era of Blockbuster. So they didn't want kids beating the game within the week of renting it. So oh they wanted gosh. to make it harder so you would actually have to buy it. Joke's on them. I rented that shit over and over and over <laughs> again. Space Station Silicon Valley. I rented that every fucking week and I still didn't beat it until I was an adult. So you spent enough money on it where you could have bought it. Easily. Yep. Easily. <laughs> I didn't bought it, but yeah, fuck yeah. them. That was but the my plan. Pa- my parents didn't, know, didn't realize it was the same game every week. So we just kept renting it over and over oh. and over. Um. But yeah, Lion King would have to be there because it was so hard and spiteful. But it was the earliest I can remember. Uh, honestly, Final Fantasy IX would probably be up there for me because it's, yeah. it's the best Final Fantasy in my opinion. And I've only played maybe like three or four of them. Um, but that definitely was like my earliest big form RPG. Definitive. Yep. Uh, Witcher 3. That's going to be a late stage one, but fucking God, I love that game. I love it so much. And I don't know what else. Dude, I fe- I thought of my fourth. 
maybe? It's Morrowind, for sure. Like, that game, oh, wow. like, I spent so many fucking oh, hours God. in that game. You can lose your life in that game, for sure. I did. I, see, I, that's one all my friends were getting into, and I just couldn't, because by the time I got to it, I, like, saw better games. So I was like, man, this game looks awful. So, like, I kind of missed the boat on that one. Yeah, no, I was right when it was, like, a thing, and I remember my other buddy was like, how about try KOTOR instead? And I was like, I just can't. <laughs> nah, man. No, KOTOR is amazing. If you haven't played that, I recommend going No, I did give it a chance, and it is pretty cool, but, like, I don't know. I just was... It's like the whole, like, are you into medieval fantasy, or are you into, like, lasers and fucking spaceships and shit? It's, like, it's sci-fi. Like, it's really a tough... Or it's cool when things can blend both, but that's also kind of... I don't know. Well, I'd also make the argument that Elder Scrolls and uh, Morrowind and stuff is true RPG where you are a blank slate and you create the story, essentially. Like, your yeah. character goes on the quest that you decide, so you essentially make the legend of this character. Whereas KOTOR is, you're playing a set character, all you're really doing is changing the clothing and the face. But, like, mm-hmm. his, their storyline is set. Kind of like The Last of Us. It's not an RPG. You're playing as Joel, and you're playing Joel's story. You don't have a choice in it. You're just in his shoes while you're doing it. Right. And I remember that was a point of contention that you weren't thrilled about because you didn't have any real impact on the story. Yeah, I was just like, God damn it, I would have never done that. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about you guys? Do you have any super influentials that are just off the top of your head? Okay, Game struck four. Because I, I, f- I forgot the question already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Do Asteroid, Pong. I did play like NES and Atari and, and stuff and like Ninja Turtles like in, in the arcade when I was a kid, but um, Tomb Raider on PlayStation 1 started mm-hmm. my, like, like nerdy gaming, like, where I gamed all night or, mm-hmm. you know, for the summer and stuff like that, so. Um, yeah, I feel like everyone's got that one game where it's just like, oh, shit, it's 4 a.m. Like, yeah. Where you just don't <laughs> realize it. Yeah, so that, I guess Pretty that much. stands out for me because it was when I really started getting into it. Nice. Um, well, uh, does it have to be video games? What are you talking about? I mean, well, and actually, there. Well, what that's the thing. There was the know? there was the hashtag for movie struck four too, which is kind of surprising. But He's we don't have like to get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh, I mean, okay. mag- oh. magic. We would play all day, every day. Literally, then, yeah, I think that counts all day, for sure. Every day, we'd well, get that's off not of a work. Game. That's, a, that's we'd, an addiction. We'd all go to somebody's <laughs> house and we would play till like three o'clock in the morning, and then we'd go back to work, and then we all go back to somebody's house and play all day. I mean, it was every day, all day. But that's it was, how it was you stupid. operated with every RPG, like even online, or that was just your life. Well, I remember being friends with you back then. I was like, I hate all of you. Like, yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you never ke- did anything. But you kept hanging out with us. <laughs> I know, dork. Because you didn't have anybody else better to hang out with. Hey, hey, wasn't that big of a loser? Yeah, you were. You hung out with me. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say you kind of set yourself up for that, Brittany. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I love um, when you guys come on our show. EverQuest? What about EverQuest? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, that's a big one for a lot of people. Because that, that, that got you into a whole different... I mean, that basically invented the whole MMO thing. Yeah, RuneScape. And uh, that uh, just EverQuest forever. So ruined yeah. everybody's life afterwards. Because then, you know, World of Warcraft, and you said RuneScape, mm-hmm. and all, all the other ones came out that basically would suck people completely into it but those were like the ultimate role-playing games because yeah. you know you could just keep you, you just go forever oh god i luckily never got too sucked into mmos city heroes was the worst i did is maybe like three or four years but yeah. i never I just, risked dying on the computer on it 
I used to play EverQuest at work all day. That oh, sounds fun. I, I worked at a place where I was the only employee, so I sat there oh, and played wow. EverQuest all day, and no, no customers ever came well, in. Well, they closed the business. They just didn't tell Adam. He was just sitting oh, there. They locked him in. They just turned the lights off. Yeah. I That's why I can't work from home. Like, I'm on my computer. <laughs> it's where all my games are. I'm like, I know nothing will get done. I'll need a, like, even in college, I would write papers on campus on a separate computer just so I wasn't tempted. Yeah, it's like, I'm just going to the library to get shit done. Yeah, I'm not going to just fuck around on Steam forever. Well, exactly. I, I have friends that currently hide themselves online, like, in, uh, so away from their bosses that they actually game with and stuff. So they're, like, at home working, but they have to, like, hide their online presence because mm. they're playing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had some people at work, like, like, oh, yeah, what's your Steam ID? Or, like, oh, what's your PlayStation ID? I'm like, no, you're <laughs> never finding that out. Like, no way. Yeah. That's funny. All right, well, let's wrap this one up, guys. It's been a solid episode. Thanks very much, Press Continue, for returning to the show. We'll have to have you guys back on some more uh, frequently. I'd like to maybe do some kind of, now that we're working together with the Twitch streaming, we can do some kind of events together, maybe get some other podcasts on the network involved. But uh, let's do some plugs. Where can our listeners find you and your show? Uh, PressContinuePodcast.com, since we're now on the Pinecast Network. Um. So you, you can find it. it iTunes. So what? Took your favorite word. Oh, I gotta say Basta. Yeah. Thanks, Basta, <laughs> for all your help. Basta. Getting us on the Pinecast. Uh, uh, podcast.com We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on uh, Google Play. We're basically on everything you can find. So um, just search for that for the podcast. And then, of course, for the Twitch thing, um, it's twitch.tv slash podcast. Please follow it. That's um that's like my baby right now, so um I need followers, help me out, tell your friends. Um Yeah, you can expect to see me on Mondays, uh Sterling on Fridays, hopefully get Brit Brittany involved on Saturdays and Adam basically running the rest of the week and some repeats on Sunday. So definitely listener, check out the Twitch stream. Check out our Twitch stream too. We're gonna be doing stuff not as frequently, like we don't have a real schedule. It's basically whenever the fuck anyone decides <laughs> to start playing a game. So just keep an eye out in your emails or if you have alerts set up. Uh Bryn, how about you? Where can listeners find you? Oh, and with my internet being so shitty out here, I just don't bother streaming anymore because it just stutters like all hell. Um, I'm irrelevant. Don't follow me or find me. Are you depressed? I, no, <laughs> I just... Mo- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, but no. Uh, no, I just realized my Twitter is mostly just me trying to retweet uh, shit to get free stuff, like limited games and just <laughs> retweeting them to get free merch. Um, instead, something better on Twitter is the hashtag art versus artist where it's a bunch of really good artists showcasing some of the stuff they've done with a picture of themselves in the, like a nine by nine grid. So you get to see some really talented artists online and, you know, get a peek behind the curtain and see who they are. So it's also just a great way to find people. Like if you want to commission something, like I've commissioned plenty of stuff over the years so you can get a good sampling of their work hmm. and get in contact with them. It's great. So Very I would cool. recommend that instead. Yeah, no, that sounds really neat. Just by the description of it, it makes me think like they're gonna. Be, it's like a picture of them fighting their own creations or something <laughs> crazy. There's <laughs> one guy that did that. Yeah, there's one guy that did that. Every 
character he drew as them fighting and then he took a picture of himself and like photoshopped it in yeah that's cool um but yeah listener if you like our show please give us a like follow subscribe all that stuff our handles abt silence were findable on twitter facebook instagram twitch uh itunes all the places for podcasts and all that shit um get in touch with us let us know if you want any games you want to heard on what's that sound uh game or no game uh maybe some categories for ives walrus and yeah we will be back next week thanks again press continue for joining us see you guys bye Bye. see